You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's the wheel All of right. We are here at the PHNX Coyotes post game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. All right. We landed on number two. That is a Coyotes win 3 1 against the Vegas Golden Knights. They've won two out of their last three. They're no longer in last. Wait a second. <laughs> That's not a fantasy. That's not a wheel of fantasy. What that is, is this going just on? wheel life? <laughs> is, is this, this just fantasy? fantasy? <laughs> I, 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 Coyotes have won two out of three at home. <laughs> it's real. What? Yeah, it's unbelievable. They beat the Vegas Gold Knights, and this is a team that many had pegged to win the Western Conference, and I tell you what, the Oats skated with them. I have to say, I know we, like, we want the team to lose for the tank, but if you're going to beat... A team like beat the Vegas Golden Knights, the duel of the desert. It's a rivalry to me. They've been, they're annoying because they've been good from the start. They haven't, their fan base hasn't had to suffer like the Coyotes fan base has. So I just, to me, this win is very gratifying. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the, it's the Vegas Golden Knights. It's the LA Kings. Those are the teams that you want to beat. And I tell you what, I know it's 3-1. And this, we talk about how do the Coyotes win games? Well, this was one where the goaltender was lights out. Unreal. Like he he was he was the difference tonight. Having said that, offensively, wow! I I mean, they skated well. They moved the puck well. They got shots on net. They did a lot of things yeah. right, and that just shows how close this team is bridging that gap and getting through this mess. I know they're not consistent enough. I know and they don't do it, it enough because it won't be like this after the trade deadline. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks, Leah. I'm beating you that. tonight. I know. There Look you go. That. I was trying to be positive Look right now. <laughs> trying to be something. Because they were good. And and you see that the, the ability for this team, when they skate and their feet are moving, then the puck moves, and then they look like an NHL team, and they look like they belong. And it's it's been that way for a little while now. And they go in spurts. And that, that, that leads to why they're in second to last right now is they just can't do it consistently. They can't do it for 60 minutes, let alone over two or three games. But it's there. And for Coyote fans, there is oh, the word hope. It's you there. Just, you like oh, you choked on it. The oh, word hope. hope. But it's there because you see Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, a, a, Gostas Bear was good again tonight. Uh, there's some great individual efforts here again tonight. And that's what you need during a rebuild like this is to make sure you're seeing those consistent 
individual efforts. And I tell you what, Schmaltz and Keller now are putting a string of games together. I I, I said Schmaltz needed to get more consistent. I think he's answered the bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's start with tonight by the numbers because you can um, get a sense of how the Coyotes responded to Vegas's for, I think, well, maybe it ended up being 43 or 44. It was 44. Anyway, um, 44 shots on goal. Coyotes, 32 for the Coyotes. That is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. That's like doubling what they've yeah. been putting like up. If we get over 24, 25, like that's, yeah. again, that's a solid win. Yeah, I know. <sighs> and and I will say, and PDC count several. We I know. know. We're just changing I know. I can't help it. By the way, did you see Cheerston is here? Like, oh my Cheerson. gosh, hi, Cheerson. Cheerson is watching a coyote show. Like, her TV must be broken. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> this can't be real. Um, well, the, and also, I know that the faceoffs ended up being 60 40 Vegas, but at some point, I think in they the were, first, it was 90 10 yeah. and 80 20. Like, the coyotes were not good in faceoffs tonight. Yeah, but, and here's, I know we put it on our numbers, and it's a big thing in the league stats, but it just really goes to show. Does it really matter? But you're saying that, but every other time you're like, well, it goes to I know, show but it does, that it, who's getting the Because it does puck give first. you the puck more often. It gives yeah. you the puck more often, and, and it clearly shows in the shots that they had more shots. But I, I'm going to say this, and, and I'm sure there's people going to be really angry. It just kind of shows when you talk about advanced analytics and statistics in hockey, there is one— we, I've done these studies. I've been in the room where we've done these studies. I've been in there when they looked at numbers, and there is only one stat that really tells a true picture of who's going to win or lose. Whoever has the most goals wins. <laughs> Other than that, the rest doesn't matter. Power plays, shots on goal, face-offs. Fair enough. Doesn't matter. Fair and it enough. clearly showed tonight. Yeah, you're right. So they lost in every statistical category. And, and I will say, and, and yet gonna, they win. And I'm going to bring this up now because it's relevant to what we're talking about. The Coyotes only win games when they're outshot because the Coyotes don't win when okay. they're not. And this is a stat that PD tweeted out earlier today. Coyotes are winless when they outshoot their opponent. They're 0 6 and 1. Okay. What a bizarre freaking stat. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, I was reading stats way too early this yeah, morning. What the, is that like I, your morning reading? Yeah, with your like coffee? I text that way too early. But I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and and, and the, the funnier part is, I, and I'm sure if there are people in the in the chat listening right now, there were a few responses to that tweet going, "Well, yeah, that makes sense because Lightning." No, it doesn't make sense. You get more shots on goal than your opponent seven times, and you lose every one of the. That doesn't make sense. That, statistically, that does not make sense. No. I don't know if I've ever seen that. I think I see it once in a while. There's a one-off or some teams are in the league right now are 500 when they're being outshot. But to not win a game when you outshoot your opponent, what that shows to me is this team thrives on good goaltending and their goalies, Vimelka and Wedgwood, need to get a lot of shots. They need a lot of work. The more work they get, the better they play. And they make the difference. And Wedgwood was... Lights out tonight. He was fantastic. 43 uh, saves by him. It was a single game career high for Wedgwood, which is awesome to see. He was, I mean, he was lights out. He was phenomenal. So given the stat, well, they saw it on TV. Oh, but yeah. So, the so they showed this stat on TV. So um, since January 28th, goalies um, of the goal, all the goalies in the NHL who have played at least five games since January 8th, Wedgwood is tied for first in the league with the best save percentage um, with none other than 
Igor Shesterkin in New York, York who's, who's probably going to win the Vesna or will be probably in the, the leading for the candidate Vesna. for the Vesna yeah. Trophy right now. And Scott, Scott Wedgwood, Wedgwood is tied with of him. The Arizona Coyotes over the last thirty days. <laughs> what? What? Like, I, I, love I, that. I, I literally didn't I believe the stat. I think it was like 0.951 or something. Yeah, it was nine three eight. It was nine three eight, or was it nine five eight? Oh. Whatever it was, it was absolutely, literally impressive. And and when you go back to where these goalies started off, and we were talking about five, six, seven, and eight goals a game on this show over and over and over, well, when we thought this was going to be the worst 82-game stretch in history, man, the goaltending has been been much improved. Like Wedgwood, to me, he, he came in here wanting to earn a spot as a number two in the National Hockey League. He thought he would get a chance to do that if he could play well enough here. I don't know what else you can ask of him. So now he's a guy that wasn't on anybody's radar. Scott Wedgwood. He's a minor leaguer up and down this year. He's played some in the American League, some in the NHL. It's been that way for years. Putting these kind of numbers together, is that enough for a team to look at it and go, shit, we might need some goalie depth in the playoffs. Maybe our second or third guy? Let's take a look at Wedgwood. In case you're wondering, um, you can't. There are DraftKings does not have odds for him in particular to win the Vesna, but you can bet on the field at plus one thousand. Oh, so field plus one thousand. Yeah, interesting. Shosturkin wow. is uh, minus one thirty. He is the odds on favorite. Odds on favorite at minus one thirty. And by the way, he is absolute money right now for the Rangers. If not for Shosturkin, the Rangers are not where they are in the standings clearly. But with Scott Wedgwood, I, I we'll have to ask. We, we're not going to ask Craig if he's on the trade block yet because clearly that's maybe a little early. But there are teams that it's need goaltending depth. Talking about trades in December. <laughs> yeah, but you do. You Edmonton need, you need depth. What does he do in Edmonton? I, I don't know. Like, Back up Mike Smith when he lets in four goals on seven, seven shots. shots. Yeah, ouch. But it is interesting, and I think it was Tyson Nash who made the comment at the end, but it's like, you don't play a backup goalie three games in a row. So, And that's the interesting thing about the Coyotes' goaltending situation this year is one goalie gets hot and the Coyotes ride that goalie. And then they get cold or injured or whatever happens, and then the other goalie has their... And, like, Veggie's had a... stretches where he's been on fire and so has Wedgie and they both had their you know off games where they haven't looked great but it is just interesting where every time I think oh like what you know Veggie's gonna be the goal like is our starter or Wedgie's the starter I'm always proven wrong I mean we've been really off about yeah I've been off all year year. so we are not the goalie experts here on the Page Next Coyotes podcast but it is just interesting no it is and and this isn't a clear cut like we go to a lot of teams and they have a, a a number one and a clear number two. That's not what what's happening here. No, like between wedgie and veggie, and I don't think they need to even have that. They are given pretty equal. The situation. They're they're equal right now. Yeah. And I, I will go on on a limb. You want to see who's starting Sunday against the Winnipeg Jets? Guess. Well, my guess would be Veggie because he's been so good against them. So here's, but Wedgie looked so good tonight. So what do you do? That is exactly, and I will tell you this, having been in that room, that is exactly the conversation that's going really? on. Somebody will say, well, and I don't know this coaching staff, so they may do things differently. In the coaches' rooms I've been in, someone will say, who should we put in goal on Sunday? And the first response, quick thinking is, oh, it's Wedgie. He's on fire. Look at his wins. And then someone would say exactly what Leah just said, but Veggie has lights out against the Jets. And now the discussion ensues. So well, now it sucks because luckily, you can't, yeah, hindsight's 2020, but you got to make a choice. Luckily for us, we get paid to speculate, not to make the decisions. Exactly. So 
you know, whatever. And let's not bury the lead. Scott Wedgwood is our DraftKings king of the game tonight. Um, just a phenomenal performance. Do we have it? Okay, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Elite crown placement, too, by... Sean is not the king of the podcast David. tonight. No. Yes, and our intern David placed this crown, yeah, so judge accordingly. Crown, so. <laughs> He's nervous in the background there. Well, as we're waiting for this graphic to pull up... Any other notes about Wedgie? From no, I, I I am really happy for him because he's a guy we've had on the, the show before. He's a guy you want to root for. Oh, there it is. 43 saves, 0.977 save. His career high in saves and a win. Yeah. Like it, You want him happy to him. do well. Yeah. yeah I, he's I, a really like nice person. Yeah, too. really nice yeah. person. So I, I, I hope he does find a home. I know it's starting to plan for next year. And they talked, I saw online that they're starting to talk to, to veggie about a contract for next year. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to look at adding Wedgwood to their team for a year from now, but he, but hopefully he finds a home in the national hockey league. He's played good enough over his, this last stretch in Arizona to earn that, I think. Um, so I am rooting for him. Yeah, me too. Well, let's pull up your keys, PD, because this one, I think this is the most you've nailed it. <sighs> so keep or streaking. Or maybe the most the Coyotes have nailed it. Keep streaking. Keller and Schmaltz. Schmaltz with two goals. Yep. Uh, yeah. Keller <laughs> got his assist, so he moves on. So we checked that box. Use the D to get offense. And what we meant by that, and if, if people saw the picture on Twitter, is Vegas has a collapsing defense. So their top, their forwards that usually defend at the top of the circles sag a little bit lower, so there's more room at the top. Well, if you look at the game tonight, you had Goss bear with a shot from the point because he had a lot of room with traffic in front. And then the Schmaltz goal is a, is a shot from the point for Strawman up, up top. So... I think two of the three other than the empty netter, that's not generated by the offense. So I think we nailed that one. And, and the Vegas breakout, well, I don't know if they broke out quick against Vegas because Vegas did have stretches that they hemmed the Coyotes into their defensive zone for long periods of time. So they might not have got that one. I should have put wedgie, wedgie, wedgie. Just like you've done as veggie, the third veggie, key. Veggie as I should have because the goaltender made the difference to yeah. me. He absolutely. was the key to the game. Yeah. It's called the way we see it. That's the key to the game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about the goals. That Well, hmm, I don't know where to start. Yes, let's talk about the goals. Um, so, Gossespierre from Chikrin and Galchenyuk. Um, Gossespierre's ninth of the season, his 31st point of the season, and his 250th career point in the National Hockey League. Know. How do you think the Flyers feel right now giving up Shane Gossespierre for basically well, What a resurgence he had here. And, and they they literally gave him away for nothing to this team. And he's been their best defenseman offensively, drives the power play. Um, he's feeling it here. I, I, I thought, and that's where we go back to points of this game where the Coyotes were, they were moving the puck so well in the offensive zone and skating so well at moments. You're like, well, they were the better team at times. Over the 60 minutes, Vegas showed glimpses. And, I, and let's be honest, Vegas has some very key players out of the lineup right now. Alex Martinez is out, Stone's out, Laner's out. Like, this is a team that's beat up a little bit. So this isn't the best of the Vegas Golden Knights. Coyote's got some guys hurt, too. And so I, I don't know. I just... The Coyotes looked better than I gave them credit for. Like, that was... They looked fast. What a statement. They looked fast. They, what, that's also what a statement. <laughs> By the way, I see some comments that there's people watching this on Twitter. If you're watching this on Twitter right now, head over to the PHNX Sports YouTube and come join us in the chat. The chat is always 
where it's at. And we love interacting with everyone in the chat. So come over from Twitter, PHNX Sports on YouTube, because we can't see any comments from Twitter, only on YouTube. So head on over. Um, Look at you selling. Work, 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 Leah. That's all you do. All right. Well, <laughs> we talked about um, Schmaltz's two goals. One of them was an empty net goal, but 18 points in 16 games for Schmaltz. We focused on him a lot um, the other night on his yeah. birthday, but you said he needs to be more consistent, and I think he has taken that very seriously. Well, I'm sure as he leaves the game, as he's driving home listening to our show, yeah. I'm sure clearly... Yes. As he gets and leaves the arena or when he's on the treatment table after the game, he's listening to us. Yes, 100%. So he took it to heart and he's done exactly what we've asked him to do on this show. He's becoming a consistent player. And how do you do that for him? It's about his effort and it's about moving his feet. That's all it's been about with Nick Schmaltz because when he's not playing and not participating and not part of the offense, he's straight-legged. It means he's standing up and he's not skating. So if you see him and he's not involved... He's not moving. When he moves, he's quick. He's got speed through the neutral zone. And he can make plays. He's shown it over the last few weeks now. I just don't know. One little fear is the trade deadline and what happens with Travis Boyd. I don't think there's yeah. any way Travis Boyd and stays. That would the the Boyd Keller Schmaltz line has been the line for the Coyotes. So what would that do to the chemistry of their offensive production now. Yeah. yeah. I get what you're who saying. fills that hole. And and you know, is it by then is it is it Barrett Hayton gets a chance to fill in that hole? Or is you know we know that coming back this way on any of these trades, you're not gonna get a guy that's gonna jump into the number one center spot. Um, is it someone coming up from Tucson? Like that's going to be interesting that last stretch of games after the trade deadline on how all of these holes get filled yeah. in their lineup that we're anticipating are there definitely um that's now three 10 plus goal seasons for nick schmaltz so great for him and boyd had an assist on so boyd assisted one of the smallest goals keller assisted the other just really that line has been amazing um i see some questions about contract extension questions we'll ask craig when he gets here yeah craig's the one who knows all of that stuff but somebody who did get a contract extension wow today yeah. dyson mayo Look Old at that. Three-year, $2.85 million extension in 46 games. He has three goals, three assists, 85 blocks, 65 hits, and averages 20 minutes and 45 seconds on ice. When we when Lawson Krause was in the studio last week, he was saying, like, this guy just eats pucks. Yeah. He, and, he, and he's been an amazing addition. I think a surprising addition for all of us who thought maybe he wouldn't be the everyday NHL player that he's kind of turned into. Yeah, if not for the injury to Connor Timmins, I don't know if we're seeing a Dyson Mayo right now. Um, I'm sure he would have spot duty throughout the season as as injuries and things happen. But I tell you what, it's not a, a situation where, gosh, you know, hey, we got a minor league guy here and we're just going to have to wear it because we're going to stink this year. The kid's been really good. He's a right-hand defenseman, does the right things at the right times. <laughs> yeah. Good job, guys. Let's go. Woo! How about won. those Yotes? Yotes win, Suns lose. Suns lose, Yotes win. That's the wheel of fantasy right there. Literally, that Coyotes is the wheel win, of fantasy. Coyotes win, Suns lose. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Oh, my God. That's the kind of fun we have here at PHNX. Oh if you're gosh. not watching the other shows, I say it every damn time. If you're not watching the other shows, you should be. Because you think we have fun? Go watch the Suns guys yeah. and the ASU guys. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about ASU at all, about anything. Basketball, nothing. 
but they have a lot of fun. It's just they do. It's fun. So yeah, we do. Hold the mail. Hold the mail. <laughs> so he he's a guy. He's fit in the National Hockey League. He's he's one of the, one of the. He's third in rookie minutes played per game. He's third in block shots among rookies. He's third on this team for minutes played. Not only is he filling in, he's playing all the time. He's averaging over 20 minutes a game. Fantastic for a guy that you didn't even think was going to be in your lineup. He's smooth defensively. He works his ass off. He delivers pucks in the offensive zone. I, I, I've been a big fan of Mayo all season. Yep. Um, I want to read the super chat from Ruler14. Thank you, Ruler. $10 Thanks, Ruler. Super chat. That's it. I've had enough. The idea that hockey can survive in the desert is a foolish idea. Batman has been holding this project out long enough. Houston and Quebec are waiting. Relocate the Knights. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, like, yeah. I like the way you think, See, that's Ruler. clever. And how about that's also really all the LA Kings fans in Anaheim? Like, the Coyotes just get so much hate constantly when there's other fans of other teams in the arena or it's not a sellout. Like, look around the NHL. This happens everywhere, but it's the Coyotes. So It's always the Coyotes. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, we'll look, see. look at Buffalo when Toronto's in town. It's it's basically a Toronto Maple Leafs Actually, home game. Sean, while you're on mic, I have a question for you. Oh, boy. It's not. I already told you I was going to ask no, you this. I know. Um, how, as a Buffalo Sabres fan who growing up as a Buffalo Sabres fan how did it feel to see Jack Eichel in a Vegas Golden Knights jersey tonight uh definitely a little weird um doesn't make me happy but more it makes me upset that the Sabres fumbled that bag so bad um <laughs> but I don't know it's it's fun to see him play I'm glad I, I get to see him play a little bit more now that he's out here um but I, I mentioned it during the game it's just fun to watch him skate he's just he's I can now say that my favorite player in the NHL outside of the Sabres is Jack Eichel wow um, so outside of the Sabres and Yotes I guess Okay. All right. Well, don't leave, Sean. Okay. Don't leave because while you're here, what's your DraftKings pick of the week, Sean? All right. Um, like Petey mentioned, the uh, PHNX Sun Devil show is a great time. We have a lot of fun. Um, tomorrow, the Sun Devils are playing uh, in Utah, in Salt Lake City, against the Utah Utes. Uh, last time I looked, they were two and a half point underdogs at uh, Utah, even though they beat Utah earlier in the season, and they are um, playing probably their best basketball of the season. So I, my pick of the week is the Arizona State Sun Devils men's basketball team money line. I think they're going to win outright in Utah um, because they're a better team, and they're getting ready to go to the Pac-12 tournament, which the Sun Devils crew will be at. Um, and I think they're just going to keep playing their best hockey of the year. All right. Or best best hockey of the year. Best basketball of the year. Jesus. <laughs> this is a hockey show. I'm Dude, a hockey buddy. <laughs> Sleep at night. Dad, buddy, Sean's dash two tonight. Not having the king oh, wow. ready. Listen, it's, wow. It's been a long day, to be fair. Yes. These guys work really yeah. hard around here. They yeah. really do. Sean and them had a great interview with Rudy Carpenter today. So check that out yeah, check if that you haven't um, on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast, PHNX Sun Devils. Um, if you want to tail that bet by Sean or any other bet. You can do that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers who sign up using the promo code PHNX can bet $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. Existing customers can bet on the NBA with same game parlays um, or any league. It doesn't have to just be the NBA. There's so much you can bet on um, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So check it out. Bet a dollar on any NBA team. Get $150 in free bets if they win when you sign up this week using the promo code PHNX at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Tonight was 
Anton Schroelman's 900th game. That's a lot of games. <laughs> and he had an assist. Got an assist. So, Big assist on the game-winning goal. Yeah, so you'll love to see that. And uh, someone who, not their 900th <laughs> game. Oh, my God. No, I'm taking some heat for the bougie. Caleb, I drink what's in the no, fridge. No, you know what's bougie? Pellegrino, and that's what yeah, freaking Craig, Craig, this was Craig in the fridge. will only drink that. I'm about store brand. I don't know if I'm, uh, yeah. I'm yeah, usually he drinks his, like, Safely Signature Club yeah. soda. Yeah. Let's acknowledge th- this comment, that I'm just built different. <laughs> you're, laughing, you're laughing a little too hard there, Katie. <laughs> no, it just brought me back to the Hunger Games. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. yeah, we need to film that race soon. Oh, yeah, so Ryan talked about that fourth line. I tell you what. O'Brien, let's. Hopefully and by the way, O'Brien's hope he's okay. okay after like he left shot, after yeah. blocking the shot. But that line around the net, at the net, hard at the net, it was great. And since we're speaking of that, can we talk about Nick Ritchie? Yeah, I was I was gonna bring him up right now. What, what did you, you think do. about him? The only time I noticed him was when he got a penalty a minute forty seven into the game. Right, that, I, that I, was his first impression. On that shift where he has two big hits and all of a sudden he's in the penalty. Yeah, I, box. I noticed him a little bit more in the third period. He was kind of you know in those chances in front of the net when the Coyotes were forming the net. But besides that, the beginning and not in the end, he. Well, he hasn't played in the NHL in six to weeks. Be, yeah, to be fair. He had to travel here. He had visa issues. He hasn't played in an NHL game in a while. He hasn't played in any game for a while because of the issues he had doing that. So that's that's part of it. Um, not used to the team, the line mates, all of those things. He tried to get physical to get involved in the game right away. Ends up in the penalty box. Um, did I think he was a big factor tonight? No. I mean, he played just over 10 minutes, maybe just about 11 minutes tonight. Um, as this progresses to the end of the season, yeah, I think he's going to play a bigger role, partially because there's going to be holes all over the lineup, and he's just going to have to jump in and play where he's asked. Um, so I, I won't read too much into what he brought to the table today. Um, I expect him to be an everyday player and bring some physicality to the lineup. Well, we can get some thoughts from Craig because it's Elevator Craig time. Elevator Craig is here. All right, Craig, what's up? What's up, guys? How um a win, two two <laughs> wins in three games? Coyotes are two out of three and not in last. I, I think they're determined to make this uh, three team race for the uh, b- between the Canadians and the Coyotes. They're heating up too much, bringing Seattle back into the mix. But that was uh, that was an entertaining game. This game had really good pace from pretty much start to finish. I liked a lot of things that I saw from the the Coyotes tonight, PD at the end, you know, you saw all the guys diving in front, blocking shots. It felt almost, dare I say, like a playoff game tonight. <laughs> wow. Moderately aggressive, but true. <laughs> that's how badly they were playing for their goaltender, and that's really good to see. But yeah. you brought up a great point about the pace. I don't know if we've seen a Coyote game go this. It was like a tennis match, back and forth and back. Like, they were trading chances. There were three or four instances tonight where it was it was like one of those three-on-three overtimes where it was chance, chance, chance. Mm-hmm. As a fan, especially a fan in the building, how exciting is it to see that kind of speed? So you're right. It was – the goaltender made the difference. I'm not saying Wedgie yeah. didn't, didn't, but – this Coyotes team skated today. They looked fast. They looked offensive. They skated with this Vegas team. One of the other things that Andre Turin, you said after the game is 
they had talked about being heavy with Vegas. Vegas is a heavy team anyway, but they had talked about trying to be heavy with this team. And I think you saw it in particular from their fourth line tonight. If you look at, at some of the stats there and, and they backed that up, Christian Fisher, I think, had six hits. Liam O'Brien had six hits, left the game late. Antoine Roussel had four hits. They were really throwing themselves around, and I think that made a, a difference in this game. I know they weren't playing heavy minutes, but that's what you rely on your fourth line to do, and I thought they brought it tonight as good a game, really, as I've seen from that line this season. Yeah, we literally were just talking about the fourth line right before you got here. So Yeah, provided offense, too, and it wasn't just the physicality. Yeah. They were around the net. They were getting shot attempts, chances attempts, and that's a, yeah, I, I, I think – you know, it's part of what they did differently, but but a team as a whole, the speed of the pace of this game. And you talk about Barrett Hayton, too. Another guy I thought, again, his feet are moving, and is he the guy that's going to fill the hole for Travis Boyd if Travis Boyd gets picked up? I hope they give him that opportunity, honestly. When you look at the way that Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz are working together right now, listen, Travis Boyd has been a great story this season, and he's certainly found a place in the NHL, but... He's not a center that belongs between those two guys. It would be really great to see Barrett Hayton get that chance and see if he can break out a little bit offensively because that's really the, that's the one thing missing from his game. And obviously you expect it when he's the number five overall pick, but you'd like to see him get that opportunity. Craig, I just want to ask you because there were some questions earlier in the chat about if there's any updates on, you know, Dyson Mayo got his contract extension today, which we just talked about um, a little bit ago. And people were asking, what, what's the status on Vimelka? What's the status on Kraus? Do you have any updates on where things are with, you know, either extending those guys or re-signing some upcoming UFAs or RFAs? It's just talks at this point. We'll, we'll see where they progress. With Vimelka in particular, I know they're, they're preliminary. But again, when guys are RFAs, there's, there's no rush to get it done. I think they really wanted to reward Dyson Mayo because he's been such a great story this season. He, we, we had him in the post game, and he said, I was just hoping to get up there for my first NHL game. I'm sure he didn't expect to be eating the kind of minutes and playing the kind of role that he's playing. But uh, Andre Turnier talked about how quickly he won him over. He really convinced him in training camp, even though they sent him back. He told him, you're going to be back here soon. And sure enough, you know, they, they, have, they have injuries. They have situations like Connor Timmons going out and – Dyson Mayo's really taken the ball and run with it. He's a he's a really nice story. One of the best stories of this season, in, in my opinion. You may have found a guy who can serve a significant role for this team going forward. We talk about him getting signed in, and I hope they don't spread the Mayo too thin. Um, <laughs> but Wedgwood was unbelievable tonight again. And we I don't know if you saw that stat, Craig. Since January 28th, he is tied for first in the National Hockey League with save percentage with Igor Shosturkin. Did you know that? That's a phenomenal yeah, was... stat. So having said that, what, and we talk about all these guys signing and their futures, is Scott Wedgwood a part of the future here, or is he just fighting for his next job? I still think it's the latter. Um, but I, you would like to see a guy like that get rewarded. Look, what, what's the goaltending situation look like for the Coyotes next year? I don't think Prozvital is ready. Prozvital needs to take a big step up because, truth be told, he's probably had a little bit of a disappointing season in the AHL. So you're going to need two goalies. Carter Hutton's not back. Why not give it to Scott Wedgwood if he continues this? He's probably earned himself a chance here. This is a guy that's been battling just to be a backup in the NHL for so long. 
uh, really has been a number three guy a lot of his career. But I, th I think he's earned a, a look here. His numbers overall, when you look at him, they're better than Karel Vimelko's. He's probably earned a shot here. Yeah, no, and I think that that's, we talk about what this team needs to do for the future and rebuilding. I don't know why you wouldn't sign him. Like honestly, like what is your plan there? You don't have to. You don't have to bring in the Brinks truck and back it up and pay him millions. But clearly, it's going to be a financial win. Loves it here. Competes for you here. And honestly, next season is another one of those seasons you just got to get through. Wedgie and Veggie feed off each other. They they both acquiesce the net to the other when it's their turn to play. I think it works. Plus, the you know the Veggie Wedgie punch clearly for us work. <laughs> uh, Craig, I know it's really early in that, but but I'm with you. Like reward him. Like he's playing this hard for you. Got you out of the losing streak. I. I don't know what else they would want to do here. The only thing different is if Prozvatov was ready to step into the NHL and be a guy and get his development going that way, but I don't think that's the case right now. Yeah, that's definitely not the case. I mean, you saw when I, I did my prospect report and I talked to Charlie McTavish, it's he's just not there yet. They need to see more development from him, and I don't mind that. He's a, he's a goaltender, first of all, and they take a lot longer to develop and Again, the situation isn't a great one to step into next season, so you might as well ride these two guys for another season. I wanted to ask you guys, and I think you might have been talking about it just as I came on, what you thought of Nick Ritchie tonight. Yeah, that's literally exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I mean, the only honestly, the only time you really noticed him was early when he got those hits and he ends up in the penalty box. Do I think he'll be a factor later on? Probably. Uh there were so many things he had going away from the building today and away from hockey over the last yep. 48, 72 hours. He got through today, and I think that was what he needed to do. He got through it. So the next game, we'll see how he looks on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't think he hurt him in any way. I thought he played a heavy game as well. I think he played a very simple game. That's probably the wisest thing to do, both because he hasn't played much. He's been, you know, he's been in the minor leagues and he only played a couple games. And because he's joining a new team, new personnel, new system, it's probably best just to simplify the game and, and like you said, Petey, just get through it. How about Petey adding YouTube comments while yeah. live on work, the show? work, work, work. That's what I do here. <laughs> just giving it to the people, Craig. <laughs> um, speaking of that, are you excited for Tucson tomorrow, Craig? Oh, are you kidding? Can we just well, leave right from here? Like, well, why bother? Like, let's just go. Well... One of us isn't going to El Charo. That's my understanding. Yeah, and it's not me and Craig. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craig, what are you most excited for besides El Charo tomorrow in Tucson? Oh, oh, oh I, I thought you meant menu items. So. Oh. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, donuts? you've already ordered, I heard. That's rumors of waiting already. Fucking <laughs> early. Sorry. So, and, and by the way, are we going to just put this on the air right now? Saul's picking up the tab, right? <laughs> yeah, let's just put that out there now. Yeah. Seriously, I'm swinging through Mickey D's on the way down the drive by Pikachu Peak. Like, <laughs> Pikachu Peak. Yeah, Pikachu. Right. You, you are not eating at McDonald's. There's no, no way. No, I, I probably McDonald's. won't eat at McDonald's. You're going to find like the fast food place that serves grilled salmon and asparagus. That's what you're going <laughs> to <laughs> No, they'll just eat only donuts. You I know mean, what? Actually, oh, buddy, the, the taco, donut line, the taco stand. No, at the what? TCC. Yes, we have not talked it. about the I'm tacos. In. I'm in. I haven't done the tacos there. I've only done the donuts. I, it's, it's not El Charo Craig, but we're elite just... <laughs> donuts. Like elite donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. I think we've talked about the donuts I'm more, more than the hockey. <laughs> well, I'm, I want to see Matias Michelli play. That's in there. Yeah, donuts are a close second. <laughs>
Just saying. Got a little note on Matias Michelli in tomorrow's neutral zone. I, I got the chance to talk to Nick Ritchie and Andre earlier today, so there's going to be something on that in, in my notebook. Did something on Eichel, but Matias Michelli has a chance to break some records. Seriously. Okay. We'll, we'll dial in in the morning. As well. we'll be keeping tabs on that. All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you go so you can be well-rested for that road trip. Any other final thoughts before we let you go? Mini chimmies. Just mini chimmies. <laughs> mini chimmies. All right. All. Bye, Craig. We'll, we'll see, see you in tomorrow Tucson. in Tucson. Down the I-10. See you guys. Oh, my gosh. Well, Craig just mentioned his neutral zone story tomorrow. So if you want to read that, you can do so at gophnx.com. Sign up to become a member. Get a shirt when you sign up for a year. Look at Petey and I both wearing. Rocking the PHNX Coyotes Oh, gear. yeah. Um, oh, and oh. Sean. I didn't want to call attention to the Sun Devils shirt, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyway, if you sign the def- up, the Defen yeah, Locks got my favorite PHNX wearing, shirt on. Yeah, the one you wore the other night. I wore it the actually. other day. We actually, it's the same shirt. We share it. <laughs> it's like the sister of the traveling. <laughs> like, budgets are tight here at PHNX, <laughs> buddy. We just rotate oh, the shirts. Oh, Lord. Well, if you want to get a shirt, you can sign up to become a member, or you can just check out the PHNX merchandise locker. But members get weekly deals on merchandise. So check that out. You can also become part of the members only Discord, which is very active. We chat in there pretty much daily so become a member lots of perks and also follow phnx sports on instagram and twitter and youtube tomorrow because when we're in tucson we'll be putting out tons of content on our instagram and on the main twitter account as well so follow along there with the adventures of yeah us. and and be on like accessing your twitter or whatever the insta thing is because <laughs> Well, no, because this is gonna be hard. We're doing a post-game show. Yes, that's for a true. game that people can't watch the game. Yes, so it's gonna be hard to know when the hell we're going on. Very true. So follow along, and also if you hit the notification bell on YouTube, you'll get notified when we're going live. So yes. I recommend doing that um, for all of well, our see, shows. There you go. That's yeah, how it'll work. There, just, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Like we've got some stuff even planned. We do. We do. And no if fooling. you're sitting here thinking I don't know what to do tomorrow, take a road trip there down. You go. Take a road trip down I-10. Come say hi to us. We'll be. All over the place um, at the arena tomorrow. So come hang out with us in Tucson. You told me, sign the Hamburglar. Do you see that? It'd be Veggie Wedgie and the Hamburglar. Well, we can just have. Yeah, the, the, it's not a bad little all trio. All groups. I, yeah. I guess I'm Wedgie to me. I was thinking like a wedge salad. That's yeah. where my brain went. Because Andrew Hammond's rocking it up in Montreal right now. Yeah, so. which we need Montreal we'll to win against Ottawa tomorrow. Yes, we do. We need a Montreal win. See if they can win another one in a row here. They're on. I don't know because the Coyotes passed them in the standings. No, that was not the plan. I know it was. It wasn't, but it is fun to be Vegas. So we'll take it. Um, and just while we're looking around, uh, Sun Devil hockey up two one against Alaska. Alaska. So huh. keep tabs on that one. That was a nine p.m. Puck drop. Imagine yeah, if there was a 9 p.m. Like, we're yeah. so blessed buddy, to not be on the East. Can buddy, you imagine, no, like, if we covered no an East Coast team and then they were on no. a Pacific? Did you ever see when, like, Diva, we did a meeting once. And this is a true story at PHNX. Where we do, everybody at offices does those Zoom meetings. That's a thing, right? We did a meeting once and the Diva Lock was in bed. Like, he was laying down <laughs> on a pillow with a computer in a meeting. Like, if we did 9 o'clock starts here, I'd be doing the show from my bed. <laughs> what is wrong? There were there's been some preliminary discussions about doing um, a PH Next Sun Devil show from the hotel beds in Vegas. Wow! <laughs> for the Pac-12, we need to do our pajama shows. So. I'm in for the pajama. I'm in. Count me in. Okay. I think we'll yeah, plan that. I got a lot of thoughts, but <laughs> I'll let it go with that. I will let it go. Nine o'clock starts. 
absolutely without a doubt it'd be starting at midnight on the show. I'd turn off Murder <laughs> She Wrote because it's on on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It is. It starts at nine o'clock and they go all night. Just in case you're wondering, I'd turn it off and I'd go to the show. That's what I would do. They're whispering behind there because they have nine o'clock like, games, but it's okay. Whatever. No, it's just like we talked about <laughs> last show. It's like the sh- the third grade. It's like everybody's got to whisper. Everybody's in class. Um, no, hold on. Talk? You want us to you want us to ru- to, to, to talk like in the, the middle cool of your kids. show? We're not bragging about it. We could have said it out loud if we wanted to. <sighs> See, this is what we put up with here, PD. I feel like you're just kind of salty about the fact that the PHNX Sun Devil crew has so much fun. I do. You think not, we don't have fun? No, here? you have plenty of fun. I'm a but I mean, jelly like, over everybody. Jelly. <laughs> Under 25 gets to have fun and go out and stumble around Old Town. I miss that. You, we Petey, there is an open invite for you to come to Old Town. Yeah. Petey and Old Town, it's, it needs to happen <sighs> yeah, so that's bad. A show. That's a show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Any okay. other notes from tonight? No, I'm crickets. Let's look at the upcoming schedule. Um, we got Winnipeg. So after Tucson tomorrow, we got Winnipeg. Two o'clock game. We love that. Yeah, that's On fantastic. Sunday, um, we had this debate. Can they get two out of three here? I don't know. Two out of three this week. Can they get two out of three next week? They play well against Winnipeg, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. Every time we're like Colorado, no. We say that they they won one, had a shootout. I mean, I don't know. That Ottawa game, those two matinees could uh, could be interesting. Look at those matinees. Let's see some Yotes wins. Catering to you. That's go. They beat Winnipeg already this year. We'll see. Yeah. Just saying. So we'll see who also starts that game because who knows. or did we miss anything else? Let's pull up the punch card. I'm just like, what else do we have? Man. Oh, my gosh. That feels like progress. Did you hear that last comment? What? No. Did I hear it or did I did see, you see it? see it? I don't know. Which one? The first eight it? producers <laughs> were better. <laughs> Maybe it's personal. Maybe it's me. <laughs> but we're almost through that row on the punch card. And we got to get that Connect Four thing. We got to actually work on that. Yeah, let's, we'll call some people. Yeah, so we got to win those ones. Yeah, okay. That's it for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I uh, guess a win in game fifty six would give us a connect four. It would. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, that's the connect four. One, two, but three, who's four. game fifty six? I don't know. That wasn't, the on the that wasn't on the calendar. That's, that's the four, the one game off of the calendar. <laughs> so whoever's off <laughs> okay, after so Ottawa, bring that on the next show. show. Yeah, we will we'll address. Know. We will address that. All right. Well, I think that's it. Just pull up the Tucson graphic because I love it so much. We're going down to Tucson tomorrow. I know we've talked about it so much, but look at that. Petey centering this line with me and Craig. It's a tough line. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, February 26th in Tucson. Yeah, Charles and Shane both just informed us that game 56 is a oh winnable my. game against Detroit. The Connect Four game. Is they can the win Detroit that. Game. They beat Detroit already this year. In Detroit. Detroit is better than they were, but not yes. what they want to yep. be. It's a winnable game. Which, by the way, um, here's a fun stat. So Dyson Mayo entering tonight is second among NHL rookies in time on ice and block shots, trailing only Detroit's Moritz Sider. Moritz Sider. There you go. So there you go. So some, uh, something to watch stat in that game, too, besides getting the Connect for a win. So, um, All right. Well, we'll see everyone tomorrow in Tucson. I hope you're coming. Tweet at us if you are at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Follow us on Twitter. We're very close. To PD doing a TikTok dance. Let's do a check in yeah, right now. Like a hundred and that was I can't me do math. My breath <laughs> for that one. All right. Well, that's going to happen soon. So follow at PHNX on Twitter and uh, um, follow us, follow along with us tomorrow in Tucson. 
like subscribe wherever you get your podcasts leave us a review it's all super helpful subscribe on the youtube channel we appreciate all of you thank you for coming with us coyotes have won 14 games this season yeah and what do we have the over under at 18 or 19 i think they're gonna get there did we or was it 20 i don't remember 18 okay well not looking whoops great but it's possible we'll see everyone have a great weekend see you all in tucson and uh yeah, see you on Tucson, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>